There you are. Here I am. There we are. Yeah, I stepped away from the computer for a minute, so oh. that's why. You're one it of those. Apparently ring. You're one of those people that actually puts yourself on away when you step away. Is that is that what I'm hearing? What? I don't uh, know. Maybe. Okay. Just I never do things like that. I just figure if I'm away, people will get the hint. Like when I'm at work, my IM has an away feature, but I never put mm. myself on away. Because I figure the people that are going to be sending me messages will see that I'm not at my desk. I mean, it doesn't really apply now or for the past three months, but, you know, old habits <laughs> and all that. I, I think it must have gone into that mode automatically because I didn't do anything. So yeah. my my computer went, like, I had to wake it up. So maybe that's what it did. Oh, like yeah. Like, it went to sleep mode. That makes sense. So. Yeah. What's the oddest, and this is this is a hard detour here, what's the oddest word that your autocorrect has suggested on your phone? Have you encountered this before? Like a, just autocorrecting something different? Yeah, where it's like, okay, you mm-hmm. know how people try to type in swear words and it says duck or something Ducking, like that. Ducking, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, uh... that's pretty common. But every now and then, I get something so weird. I it just... autocorrected. I can't remember what the word was, but I know something autocorrected to AIDS once. Oh, shit. And then it sent it. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, sometimes it'll autocorrect to stuff that's uncomfortable. Like, um, I love you. It'll, it'll put in, like, I loathe you or something like that. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah. to family members, and I feel so embarrassed. Like, oh, boy, that sucks. I should not send that. And I don't. But it's like for half a second you think about what would happen if I sent that by accident? Would they understand that it was just a mistake and not a Freudian slip? Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, I would assume, I usually assume people have autocorrect issues or whatever. Um, I recently sent the, not recently, it was like a couple months ago, but I sent the wrong emoji. Uh-huh. That was awkward. <laughs> it was like a romantic emoji. Oh. Uh, was and that... it was to a girl, but uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was trying to play it cool. Ah. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you, you sent her the eggplant. She's like, I don't know what you have in mind. No, 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 It was just the wrong smiley face. And then I immediately followed it with, no, 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 that's not what I meant. And she was like, it's okay. <laughs> Damn it. Lex. Oh, man. I'm so... just, I'm very awkward. It's okay. You know, what's my charm. That's what we do. We do the awkward thing. It's great. It's fantastic. The reason yeah, I yeah. the reason I asked is because I was trying to type in Messenger, is it ringing for you? And it gave me the word, and I had to look this up because I'd never heard it before, Ronconcoma. What? Yeah. So apparently, Ronconcoma, Ronconcoma, yes, that's how it's pronounced, Ronconcoma, is a place in Long Island. I've never heard of this place before. Ronkonkoma, New York. In what world am I talking about that? Autocorrect. <laughs> in what world? Like, you know, when you do, um, when you do, uh, Duolingo and you're learning Spanish and you start to type in, uh, you know, Spanish words on your phone, it'll start to learn those and sometimes it'll recommend them, <laughs> you know, even though it's mm-hmm. like completely wrong because it's never like the right context or anything like that. Or if you are typing in Spanish uh, phrases, then it's like, oh, you meant to type this English phrase, obviously. So it confuses your autocorrect. But 
in some cases like this, it's like, where the hell did you get Ron Konkuma? Which is fun I... to say now that I think about <laughs> it. Um, the other thing it does, and I don't, this is not any type of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, underhanded advertising for them at all. Sometimes when I go to my, my, uh, my search engines or whatever, <laughs> search engines, what is it? I go into Ask Jeeves. When I go to Google, I'll type in something and my phone will think I meant to type LennyVirgo.com. What? And it happens so infrequently that I forget what LennyVirgo.com is. But for some reason, what, like, what I, is it? I, I have to look it up right now. Oh, oh, okay. I thought, <laughs> I thought you knew, like, already. No, LennyVirgo.com, it, it apparently belongs to a buddy of mine, um, that used to sell, like, different, uh, clothing brands. Okay. Uh, based out of Indiana. But I've only been to this website on purpose once. Gotcha. But every single time I try to type something in, there's there's like a thirty percent chance it'll say, Oh, you meant LennyVirgo.com? No, no I didn't. You know, nothing against Lenny or Virgos, but I don't want to go there. I wonder if like he's paid for high Google status or something like that. That would be very interesting because it is a very cottage industry he's got going on. Like right now he's selling face masks apparently, but he's got like T shirts and stuff, you know. And like one of his t-shirts just says, I'm tired. And I think we can all agree. That's, that's a good message. Yeah. Everyone's tired. So <laughs> yeah, you finally found the one shirt that we can all agree with. <laughs> that's the one right there. Give him a Pepsi. Wear it to, it. yes, he did. Congratulations. Wear it yeah. to family functions, work, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just my lazing around the house, whatever you want to do. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> So this is what we're doing today. We're going to go ahead and get this episode out super early because okay. I was super late with the one last week and I want to make it up to the listeners. So thank you guys for being patient. Um, work was eventful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone understands. Shit happens. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, you know, some folks, they, they, they like consistency. They like a routine. So, you know, for those <laughs> that... That have invited us into that routine. Everyone that likes consistency and routine, I need you to chime in for a second. How fucking crazy are you going right now? Because I am. Oh. I like consistency. I like routine. And uh, and we haven't had it for like three months. So yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> like, I used to... Okay, so I'm not going to be like, I love my job. Because that would make me psychotic. But... You know, you get into the habit of going into a workplace for 17 or so odd years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just don't. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what it feels like to be fired, I guess. And I'm not trying to high road anybody or like, you know, act all privileged or anything like that. And I'm sorry if it's coming off that way. But I've been consistently employed for the past 17 years with the same company. We've changed offices a couple of times, but, you know, just being there... Every single day, you know, except for weekends and some holidays, some holidays, uh, it's just, it's weird to not see these people for three yeah. months. Yeah. And, and so when we have to like have conference calls and stuff like that, it's like catching up with old friends. Like, oh my God, hey, it's you. I know you from that place that we used to go every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's, you didn't have to even love your routine, but like. You know, uh, people talk joking about they got a day planner. 
for 2020. Yeah. And now it's completely useless or like a wall calendar <laughs> or whatever. And you're like, well, fuck it. So like if you're a person who is even remotely that way, some people aren't, but I am. Um, it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult to suddenly go day by day and everything like that. For sure. But everybody knows that. We all are living it right now. We know how it goes. Yeah. In in good news, uh, a new Pokemon Snap is coming out. Were you ever like into Pokemon like in a in a big way? I well, funny because like I was obviously a kid when that hit. Sure. Like when, when Pokemon became huge over here. Um, I watched the show, mm-hmm. the original show or whatever. Uh, I did have cards. Like I played the cards. Um, I, I didn't know how to play. I just collected the cards because I was like, these are cute and cool and everyone's <laughs> do it. I don't remember actually playing, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I don't recall playing. Uh, the video games, though, I don't think I got into the video games until later. Until I got, like, my DS or something like that. Now, that that is intriguing because most people, it's the other way around. They, get, they got into the yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, I mean, I've talked about this before, but my brother kind of dictated what video games we got. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so, like, I ended up getting, um, I think the first system that I bought myself was a Game Boy Advance. But I don't remember buying Pokemon. I remember playing a lot of Super Mario World on that. Um, But I don't remember playing Pokemon. It's so funny how much traction they've gotten out of re-releasing those old Mario games. It just it mm-hmm. never ends. Mm-hmm. It's just nonstop re-releases. Oh my god, I played that so much, and I, I had a backpack that because um, you know I was in what elementary school when that came out or whatever. Um, so I had a backpack, and the backpack had this little like compartment up top mm-hmm. that was shaped like the Game Boy Advance. So that's where I kept my Game Boy Advance. And, like, I had a couple cartridges in there. It was like, I was like, this is destiny. <laughs> like, it felt like the perfect bag for me to own. I love and, like, it. I could just pop that DS out when I went into the after-school program or whatever and just play the shit out of that game. <laughs> that, like, Sonic and stuff like that. That's cool. I, I love, one of the things I love about Pokemon is that there's something there for people of all ages. Like, mm-hmm. just from, well, I shouldn't say all ages. From people, uh, starting with, from like generation one who grew up, who grew up with it, the original, mm-hmm. to like people who are just catching it now. There's, Which there's, I think would be my, I think my generation is the first, right? Like, to grow up with it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause you and Mike are about the same age. And yeah, yeah. he was big into it. Um, I was I was into it by association. See, I'm trying to like shoehorn my way into that, but just yeah. You were I was, a little bit older. I was a little bit older, but I still yeah. loved it though. Like the first. No, you could still love it, but it's like you're, when you're talking about that first. I do think of like the kids our age. Yeah. But the yeah. same kids that also liked the Star Wars prequels, and everyone else is like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> like, are we watching the same? Okay, let's not get down that road again. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, Pokemon... it's okay. I can acknowledge that they're not good now. Mm. But I'd still watch them. <laughs> you know, it, the the thing that bridged the gap with Star Wars, and then we'll go back to Pokemon. The thing yeah. that bridged the gap with Star Wars, I think, was the last three films where everybody was like, yeah, these aren't great, but we'll still watch them. <laughs> like, oh, the originals are fantastic. Oh, the prequels are pretty good. Oh, these are all fine. Oh, now that's it. Wait, 
wait, now we have to dive a little bit deeper here. Okay. Now that the new trilogy is done. Okay. Where do you think that stands versus the prequel trilogy? We we know the original trilogy is still the best, but yeah, yeah. Where does it stand? Like in my mind, I feel that the the prequel trilogy had good moments and it had a sprinkling of good characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, <laughs> we have to give a special shout out before we end this the Star Wars segue. Um, it it had a, it had. <laughs> It had a lot of good moments in there. I'll say that. Right. But overall, I still think that these last three films were probably better, in my mind, than the, uh, the original trilogy. No, you mean the, the prequel trilogy? The prequel trilogy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Even mm-hmm. with the flaws of the inconsistencies, which make no sense. Like, why didn't they have one person like a Kevin Feige who was like seriously planning everything out? Yeah. That just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But whatever. Like I need. My, to, I, I also haven't seen it since theaters, the last one. So I don't know. My biggest complaint of late, I can't even say overall. My biggest complaint of late has just been the whole like giving up on Rose Tico in that last one. It felt like yeah. they they just caved into the feedback you know yeah that and giving uh ray making her like someone significant as far as the lineage is concerned yeah didn't make sense to me um but at the same time if that was planned see this is the thing we don't know that could have been the plan in force awakens and then they just let Ryan Johnson, which no offense to him, I think he great, made a great movie, but like they just let him do what he wanted, and he kind of threw everything out. Yeah. And then they go into the third one, like eh, I don't know what we're gonna do. I, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I, you should be planning everything, and unfortunately, that means like when you take on that, if it's a trilogy like this, if you're taking on the next movie and they hand you an outline, like you have to hit those points. I think that's just how it should work. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they, they could have learned a lot from the Marvel playbook, but they had yeah. so many balls in the air at the same time. It was I understandably difficult for them to get everything lined up just the right way. You have expectations yeah. of fans of the original movies. You have fans of the prequel movies who are now more outspoken than ever. You have extended universe fans, and they're just fucking oh weird. You don't yeah. want to- <laughs> I love you guys so much. No, I, I don't I'm... continue. <laughs> <laughs> I love stuff from the uh, from the expanded universe too, including like um, you know the uh, the novels and the games. There was a lot of great stuff in there too. But uh, yeah, yeah. But what the spe- before it gets away from me, and so we can go back into the original path here. This is a fucking just major side quest. I want to give a shout out to John okay. Craig. John Craig heard what we were talking about on the previous episode with the clone wars and trying to determine uh mm-hmm. what was going on there he gave us a a verbose response yeah. to what was happening he wrote an essay it was in um, depth yes sir this is not a university <laughs> uh we are not taking applications but we will consider it now we, we yeah. appreciate the effort you know now we got to consider accreditation just because you know yeah, yeah. We this is about it. Worth a, it's worth a little bit more than Trump University, not yeah, much. Yeah. So, I and guess, that's that's even given yeah. our acronym. It would be Lame U, which is not oh, good. Oh, that <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, maybe that's Welcome the next T-shirt. Yeah. Welcome to Lema You. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Pokemon. There was a a Pokemon Direct today. Also, I hate people saying it like that. Like I grew up with Pokemon. You know, that's my thing. That's me being an old man. Um, because of the cartoon and everything, I pronounced because it because you way. prefer to go. I grew up with Pokemon. 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 Po- I I grew up with Pikachu. <laughs> no, it's Pokemon. No, it's Pikachu. One of those. But yeah, there was a Pokemon Presents broadcast today where they announced all kind of cool new stuff. One of which was a new Pokemon Snap game. I'm just gonna keep mm-hmm. going back and forth just to annoy the fuck yeah, out of people. Um, they haven't had one of those games since the Nintendo 64 back in 1999. So I don't remember playing that game at all. Yeah, Once it again, was. Um, I think I think my my brother just didn't care about that stuff, so we didn't have it. This one was kind of a deep cut. This was one of the first Pokemon games that really diverged from the main game, where. Mm-hmm. The entire point was to go on this island and you're on like a cart or a guided tour or whatever. And you're just taking different pictures of the Pokemon trying to get a good score. That sounds really boring. It is, but it's like kind of that same vein as Animal Crossing where it's just oh, okay. relaxing, you know? Okay. Yeah, it's I can like, see that. Yeah. You know, it's just a, a, a slice of life game. So but is it course, a remake? Oh, uh, no. No, it's brand new. Oh, okay. Yeah, but of course, you know, back in 1999, the whole slice of life thing was limited to like The Sims or something like that. Yeah, that's true. You know, so people weren't really like willing to plunk down 50, 60 bucks for an N64 game where you just photograph Pokemon. So a lot of folks didn't play it. It was a big rental at Blockbuster, but yeah, a lot of folks didn't like straight up just buy it. There was even a special edition N64 that they put out for it that had... Oh no, I'm thinking of another game. There was another Slice of Life game they put out where they, they've since integrated that functionality into the Pokemon games, which was Hey You Pikachu, which came with a microphone and you would just talk <gasps> to Pikachu. That I was the think whole... I remember that. <laughs> and the best thing about it was... I mean, we didn't have it, but I'm looking know, up special edition N64s just to see them. Yeah, this one had like Pikachu. <gasps> I on remember it. this. I'm sorry, that was a little too too exciting. Yes, because I I wanted that Pikachu edition <laughs> with him like popping out of the the machine. Right, and then yeah. it lit up red when you turned it on in his cheeks because you were powering him up. Yes, I thought that was the coolest shit ever, and I wanted it, and I, and I didn't get it. You know who didn't want it? Archie. Archie didn't want it, but he had to get it because it was the last N64 they had. <laughs> So if you really want it, you could probably That's get it awesome. from him. Uh, <laughs> I don't want it anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kabucha? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we just had the, the gray, like the classic regular N64. Yeah, they didn't really go nuts with the N64. Well, they, yeah, they had like it. a... They, they had, had a translucent a red one. Oh yeah, they no, they went what? Nintendo on that shit. What am I talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a purple. They have a red. They have a green. The one that I remember the most is the translucent gray. Mm. It was like the clear version or whatever. That's the nerd one. That was classy yeah. as fuck. I like that. Yeah, it looked really cool. You could see all of the the boards and shit in the controller. It was awesome. Yeah, I I usually get those if the option is available. Like they came yeah. out with one for Sony. They came out with a PlayStation 4 that was blue yeah, translucent. Was, why don't they have more of this now? They limited strictly... It's black and white. 
Yeah, mostly they limit it to the uh, to the controllers more than anything because I think you know they want to sell yeah. more of a variety to people. Like for Valentine's Day last year, I know this sounds unrelated. I I saw a post going around where some girl got her boyfriend. Sorry, green is pretty cool. <laughs> Go ahead. Someone got her boyfriend. Some yeah. girl, some girl got her boyfriend like seven different styles of controller, one for every day of the week. And people were just roasting her, like, "Oh my god, why would you do that? You don't need seven controllers." And me, I'm over here like, "That's fucking love, right there." That's really. I mean. She did something sweet for her boyfriend. Why are you mocking her? I don't like that shit. Why are people so bitter? Everybody got to like chime in on conversations. People don't like romantic stuff. They don't. They really don't. They really don't. And I, I, I'm just like, well, you go fuck yourself. Unfollow me because I'm that person. Fuck off. It is our birth month, and this is this is an appropriate conversation. I I will Mm -hmm. say, thoughtful gifts. I love it. When I'm able to give somebody a thoughtful gift and it scratches that itch, like you, now, 100%. now you're you're like me where you you'd rather give a gift, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it because fun. there was another <laughs> there was another gift going around on like Reddit this week where uh, oh this actually ties everything together. Uh, a woman gave her husband an N64, and you can huh? just read both of their reactions so clearly and so well. Like, he opens the box, he takes the cord out, he looks confused, and then it dawns on him what it is, and his eyes will light up so bright. And then he takes it out of the box, and his mouth is just open like a cartoon character, mm-hmm. and she's just hopping up and down, clapping on the couch next Aww. to him. Like, he just won the prices right. And I'm like, see, that is what I'm talking about. I'm her in these situations. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's the internet that's made us bitter if it's always like there have just always been a bunch of bitter people, but we didn't hear them as much. I don't know, but I <laughs> yeah. don't like it. I'm no. like, just, I mean, and if you're in that mood where you're like, I don't want to hear about this fucking shit. Cause I'm dealing with my own shit. Then just don't say anything. Right. I like, mean, there's, ignore it. It costs nothing to ignore it. It costs exactly. nothing to let somebody have their happiness. If you can't bring anything, but just sadness and sarcasm, sarcasm's cool. Sometimes. I use it a lot, but I usually don't use it against somebody to be mean, you know? And, it, you know, it's usually, I, I've i noticed, it's usually guys yeah. that are saying shit. And, it, and it's like there's a misogyny behind it. Like, like you know, you're, um, you're whipped or, or, like, things like that. And I'm like, right. because this guy cares about his girlfriend or... His girlfriend's doing shit that no one's ever gonna do for you because you're a dick. There like a, I, I don't, I don't know what your problem is. That is that is definitely a male trait. There there's a clip going around of um, Bill Burr on Joe Rogan's mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. and I like I like Bill Burr a lot because yeah he has like a lot of you know dude tendencies and stuff like that. Yeah, but he's aware of it and he calls himself out on his bullshit most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know you you pick and choose uh, what you enjoy with him absolutely but joe rogan is straight up you know oh alpha male and all that shit you know yeah, bullshit. Just, yeah just straight up 100 percent ufc guy so yeah. bill burr was on his show and they were discussing the whole thing you know because he's a big uh uh joe rogan's a big conspiracy theorist and everything like mm-hmm. that so bill burr's talking to him about wearing a mask and mm-hmm. he's just giving him shit about it because on a previous episode he was like yeah this is fucking for pussies and shit like that it's like 
You, whoa, yeah, being healthy, yeah, that's for pussies. Whoa, Mr. Big Man over here. And you have such a big platform. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I love the fact that Bill Burr, he respects him enough to, like, know that if he's giving him shit, it must be because he really was stupid, you know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're wearing a mask? These same dudes, he was saying, these same dudes are wearing masks the week before, but when people started calling them pussies for it, they started taking them off and acting like they never did it. Like, okay, buddy. Wear a mm-hmm. mask. Stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. It's just bullshit. Yeah, but guys do that type of shit. And it really, it bites the shit out of me, too. I mean, going to... And it's um, like, it just harms other men, too. Like, it harms everyone. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. I'm not saying women don't do it, too. But typically, when I see that kind... And, like, it's affected me in the past. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I've seen how people react when they're talking about, like, how they don't like PDA or whatever. And it's usually guys... And, like, it's made me go, like, oh, should you show affection? Should you do this? And I'm like, and then you have to stop yourself and go, like, I am not letting you dictate fucking anything involved with my life. Like, what the fuck? I just, I think it's stupid. Like, if you don't like the way someone else is, and I, this is this doesn't count with, like, abuse and shit like that. But, like, if you don't like that someone seems spoiled in their relationship or whatever, just stay out of it. Who cares? It's not your relationship. Right. You do whatever works for you and your partner. Otherwise, who gives a fuck? Right. Don't don't rob people of their happiness. So don't try to rob them of their happiness. But no. Yeah. It's um. It's just it, a weird thing that I've noticed lately. Yeah. Yeah. Not lately. I mean, like I've noticed it for a long time. In but, life, yeah. It's yeah. It, it fucking sucks. There's there's of course more going on. The world doesn't stop even with mm-hmm. everything happening around us. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess we can kind of break this news and everything. It's not really great. It's not great at all. <laughs> uh, this this uh, stand-up comedian, Chris, Chris D'Elia. Do you not know who he is? I know him, but I've never heard his name pronounced before. Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. Yeah. So for those that watch the, the show You on Netflix, uh, we talked about <laughs> yep. that way, 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 way long ago. Um, he was playing a character who was a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. who uh, had a, a penchant to attempt to hook up with underage girls and uh, photographed yeah. them. He had like a, a, a secret uh, room in his place where he hid pictures and he stuff was like not, that. He wasn't hooking up. He was raping them. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was date raping them. Thank you I'm for just, correcting my language on I'm that. Because it's, it's true. Yeah. It's because the whole true. thing was he drugged them. And uh, he he was grooming underage girls, drugged them, uh, the character, and then raped them and then had pictures of them in yeah. compromising positions and whatnot. So, yeah, it, he was not hooking up with them. That Chris D'Elia is being accused of hooking up, but the character on you was definitely raping. Yeah. So Chris D'Elia has been accused of, of, at the very least, grooming young women yeah. being... However, thirty whatever years old, and I think he's like forty now. Now, but at the time he yeah. was thirty something, and he was flirting with girls who were sixteen and seventeen, um, trying to uh, get them to come to shows and meet them in places and stuff like that. And you know, obviously, the internet wants to say, "Oh, how do we know these women could be making it up?" That sort of thing. These women were ready for that. 
And, and there's like so many of them too. Yeah, yeah, and they came with receipts, and they they showed that as well. So then, of course, the internet came back. Yeah, these are modified. These aren't real. Um, but the grossest response that I saw to all this, and it's just one dude on the internet, but imagine one of these women saw the response. One guy, whose name doesn't even deserve mentioning, goes, well, she was 17 when he first messaged her, and then he said, he said, no, that's too young, and then waited a year to come back and message her yeah. again. What yeah. the fuck? That's so gross. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that doesn't make it better. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. And realistically, even if she was 18 from the start and legal, like, that's even iffy. Like, like to me, I'm like, you have no business with anyone under 21. I'm sorry. You can't buy her a beer at a bar? Fuck off. I mean, that's just a, the age difference. Child. The age difference alone. I mean, yeah, you, you have nothing in common. You know, you're, you're a full grown-ass man, and you're trying to seduce a child. I don't yeah. care if she's of age. This is a legal, this is a woman by legality, but she's 18 at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're 21 and like that, I think that's kind of the cutoff for like an 18 year old mm-hmm. after, after you hit like 22 or whatever, dating anyone under 21. I, I no, I'm sorry. I disagree with it. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And, and his age, uh, I, why would you even want to date someone that young? I mean, if he's I mean, supposed to be this, you know, and it's, I, 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 I almost went down the path of saying, why would he even try to get a younger girl if he can get, you know, if he can actually date a woman his age? He's a charismatic guy. Yeah. It's not about that. It's not yeah, about it's him being, yeah, it's a power thing. It's it's a fetishization thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you and I are bringing logic and thinking about, because, like, you've always been a relationships person as well, right? Oh, yeah, Pretty absolutely. Much. Yeah. Yeah, so some people aren't. Like, some people just want to hook up or whatever. Like, I've always been a relationship person. Um, so I I think of pursuing someone, and I'm like, you know, are we would we compatible? What would it be like in a relationship? Did, like, would we fall in the, And, like, he's not, like... There are a lot of people, let me rephrase there are a lot of people that aren't thinking of that. They're just attracted to the person. They want to hook up with them a night, a couple times, whatever, and then be done with it. Yeah. And that's okay as long as all parties are, like, cool with that. Sure. But this is not that. And I think that some people are viewing it as that. They're viewing it as, like, he's just hooking up. He's just in the... I'm like, no. Like, they're way too young. Yeah. Way too young. And because you are older, you have more power. Being older, you have more experience, you should know better, you have more power inherently. Right. You're more of the adult. Add on to that that you are famous, that you have money, that you have clout in your industry, and you have so much power. Fuck you for doing that to so many girls. Like, you're a piece of shit. I feel like what we're doing at this point is preaching to the choir, but what what I'm disappointed about what I'm disappointed in the most in this situation, um, obviously that it happened, but the guys who were sticking up for him, you know, uh, the guys who were making up excuses, we've, we've come, I thought so far in 2020 where we have people who are allies for the right reason, 
people who are sticking up for those who can't stick up for themselves, that sort of thing. And my faith in humanity was, was getting restored. I thought, okay, hey, maybe we're not going to be screwed after this election in November because the same thing can't happen again. People oh, have learned their lesson. Oh, of course it can. Lesson. Get that out of your head. Yeah. Everyone, get that out of your head because that makes you complacent and that means you're not bugging people to fucking vote and you're not on top of this shit. Like, because that's what I thought last time. Yeah. Yeah, optimism and has no place no. in this world right now, unfortunately. At least, nope. at we least can to breathe me. later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate those who do bring a smidgen of light to what's going on, who try to bring levity, people who try to still think the best in folks. But as I, for I me, think the best, I think the best in people, I do. But I think that optimism does not come without work. Yeah, like you have to pair optimism with work. That's just how it goes. That's a good if way of you, putting it. If you believe in something, if you believe in people, you have to be a leader. You have to put in the work yourself. You have to encourage others to do the work. The The belief is that people will follow you and do the right thing if you help guide them there. Mm -hmm. It's not that everyone will magically come over to your side. Right. You're right. You got to speak up to be heard. That's just how it is. But... You know, these guys who were speaking up in defense of Chris D'Elia, like, fuck, mm -hmm. how the hell did you, you came from early 2000s to come and fight for your boy? What the fuck is this shit? Like, really, like, you you don't get to be a Black Lives Matter ally and sit there and say, oh, well, she consented at 16 years old. There is something fucked in the head with you right now. If you really think that is an acceptable way to view this situation, a 16-year-old girl being seduced and groomed by a 30-something-year-old man. And you're like, oh, well, she said, fine, let's hook up. No, fuck off. That's yeah, nasty. I mean, I think that I think that the Black Lives Matter movement has rightfully pointed out how women, black women are being ignored. Exactly. And that black women are fighting two wars. They're fighting racism and sexism. And then you get black trans women who are fighting racism, sexism and transphobia. So, like, right. you know, there are so many layers to this. Um, and that's why, you know, we, we keep saying, like, say her name and everything like that. These these movements are trying to say, like, we're not looking out for black women. Right. Right. Um, and and so I'm not surprised that these guys are sticking up for each other and everything like that. I'm disappointed, yeah. but I'm not surprised in the same way that every time something comes out about someone being racist, how like so many people are like, I'm not surprised by this, but this sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's the same thing. And I feel particularly like I feel terrible for black women right now who and, like, how I feel doesn't mean shit. But, like, that are fighting both of these wars. Right. Like, what the fuck? This, right. like, it's it's bad enough to have to deal with one or the other, but to be kind of ignored by both movements. Like, in feminism, we've fucked up by not dealing with racism the, and intersectionality the way that we need to. Um, And, you know, I can't speak to the criticism of... Uh, moving like forward with Black Lives Matter and and racial issues, but I can speak about feminism because I am a woman and a feminist, and like we fucked up. Well, fortunately, in that unfortunately, our battles intersect 
I feel now more than, yeah. than any other time because, you know, we, we are, we are fighting to come together in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. I've seen so much, so much love from people too, just fighting for black trans rights when yeah. years ago it would be like the butt of a joke on Martin or something yeah. like that. And people are, are really accepting the fact now. You know, I've, I've, I've told you before, like I, I, when I was at church, uh, you know, in, in the church world quite a bit growing up, um, yep. how there would be like people who were obviously gay, homosexual, like in the choir, mm-hmm. singing, directing the choir, playing the drums, but because they had a talent that certain churches needed, they just looked the other way <clears throat> while at the same yeah. time in the pulpit preaching against that very thing that they're trying to ignore. And it was just like, it seemed gross to me. Mm-hmm. Like, even then, like, what are you doing? And, like, and this is crazy. I, yeah. And I, I think that, so, so this is my opinion. I don't know if any, if other people agree, but what I think has happened in our culture is that gay marriage became legal. Mm-hmm. And the overall consensus toward like, Oh, let gay people get married. Let gay people have rights, stuff like that it shifted in favor of gay rights. And so I think that this, like these bigoted people have shifted towards transphobia because that's the thing they think they can get away with now. And they kind of chip away at the LGBT community too. Like there, it's kind of a divide and conquer kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, I, I think it's the same thing. They've just shifted it. They're like, oh, we lost that war. Let's go after this minority. Okay. Like, what the fuck? That doesn't it's, make sense. It doesn't make sense to build yourself up by exclusion. Like no. that, that never tracks. But when it, when it comes to what I was saying before about being encouraged and everything, like I've seen a lot of churches have been more accepting of that. Mm-hmm. Like even right here in Chicago. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, my my friend Carlin, who used to be on the CNSC board, she's actually part of a community that has been very accepting, accepting and very loving uh, yeah. to the LGBTQ community. Um, and then on another level, it's like you, you look at the the divide that has come between the black and uh, Latino community in a lot of ways. And that's even like I see I see encouragement of that being repaired as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've seen it firsthand. I've seen it fall apart and I've seen it come together firsthand. And I'm encouraged that I see more coming together now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And I want that to continue. And I, I want to encourage that because the thing is, if we're, if we're fighting each other and we're fighting against injustice, yeah. then we're, we're doing ourselves a disservice. I think that, I think that right now, one thing that is encouraging, it's like you were saying, is that for the first time, it feels like everyone is going, oh, man, look at how strong we are when we work together. Right. They right. lose when we work together. And I've never I, I mean, I've never seen anything like that. It's pretty great. Like you were saying, everyone coming out for trans lives, um, like you're, you know, seeing white people go to protest when they hadn't gone to protest before. Uh, it's just it, it's it's pretty great. Like yeah. it, it doesn't mean everything's fixed it doesn't mean you know even this battle is won uh but it is it feels different it does not you know we'll see we have to just see how it plays out but man it's crazy yeah 
you posted something about an article that was talking about how much the world has changed in just two weeks. Right. Or the, the U.S. has changed in, in just two weeks. And I was like, oh, man, that's insane. Like, it has. These protests have already done so much. Right. Right. And it doesn't mean they're over. It doesn't mean there's not a lot of work to be done on both personal levels and, like, our societal level. But it is nice to know that there is already progress being made in the beginning of this yeah. thing. And something that we, we kind of touched on earlier, because the, the news came out about um, Aunt Jemima going through a name change. And yeah. my concern... What are they going to call it? Have they announced that? What are they no, going to call it? I don't think No, I don't think they've announced that yet. Uh, <laughs> the Aunt Jemima brand acknowledging its racist past will be retired. Now, Aunt Jemima is the... Everybody knows what it is. It's pancake mix, it's syrups, it's other breakfast stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's owned by Quaker Oats, uh, which is owned by the, the Pepsi company. But they've always had this woman uh, as their mascot who is a slave. Um, mm-hmm. They've they've cleaned up her image over the years to make her look more like, uh, you know, a, a, a maid. A happy, a happy slave. A, a happy slave, basically. They've they've tried yeah. to to clean that up. But going back and looking at some of the old ads, she would speak in like stereotypical old timey slave speak and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She'd have the big bug eyes like they used to, you know, have have black performers do. It, it was just embarrassing and sad and gross to look at that stuff. Yeah. Um, but like I said, they've they've pretty much just cleaned it up at this point and just made it normalized. So they mm-hmm. decided to to do away with Aunt Jemima at this point um, because it's it's they're also the getting rid of Uncle Ben for the Uncle Ben's rice. I just saw that on Twitter. Before is that we... is that a fact? Okay. Yeah. Um, I I guess uh, Conagra is considering Mrs. Butterworth uh, as well. Mrs. Butterworth is the bottle that looks like the. Wait. Uh, is Mrs. Butterworth black? I was confused about the the brands too, right? So Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth is the bottle shaped like the woman who looks yeah. like the old timey slave person. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uncle Ben's announces plan to change rebranding of rice, a move that follows the announcement of Aunt Jemima's syrup. So yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Uh, that's from NBC News. So they're they're changing these things. All existing bottles of Aunt Jemima, boxes of Uncle Ben, and whatever the heck, uh, you know, Mrs. Butterworth has is going to be locked in the Disney vault right next to Song of the South. Fuck it. <laughs> it's going in the vault. Just fucking put it in the vault. We're going to give it away for free with your ride to oh, log, with God. your ride down Log Ride Falls. You get a free bottle of Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben. Oh my yeah. God. Call back. Anyway. Um, Call back. The whole thing about it is, it's like, it's performative justice. This isn't going to change the overall quality of life of African Americans in general. I understand that people are celebrating because, hey, we don't have to see these racist caricatures uh, on our products any longer. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But, I see more white people celebrating it than yeah, you than know, black I've, people. I've seen that too. Because black people are like, okay, great. What about Breonna Taylor? Let's arrest those fucking cops. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I, I don't know if it's bad, but I kind of didn't care when I saw the Aunt Jemima thing. I was exactly like, I, this I seems feel. like, I was like, this does not seem like the top priority right now, but cool. No. Like, 
Like, it was like, okay, cool. It's performative. It's not, hey, Quaker Oats is adding more black people to the board, and they've decided that we're going to call Aunt Jemima something else. Nope. It's like, just, I don't think it's nothing. You know, I think it's, it's something. It's not nothing, but it's, but it's not, still just a publicity It's stunt. not like donating like $50 million to a cause or something like that, which they could probably easily do. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, they, I, I, now, I didn't read into it. Did they do anything else other than rebranding? No. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like they could have been like... Yeah, we're rebranding and also we're going to try to diversify our company and here's $10 million to like the ACLU or so, I don't know, whatever the fuck, wherever they decide to donate things. Oh, here like, we go. At least we talked like, about Disney. At least I they have did an that. Update. Yeah. All okay. Jemima brand will donate $5 million over the next five years to create meaningful ongoing support and engagement in the black community. Earlier okay. this week, Pepsi announced the $400 million set of initiatives to support the black community as well. So, okay. 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 Credit yeah. there. They are putting their that's, money where their mouth is. That is more than just the branding. So, yeah, I think that's good. Like, that's okay. – I think $5 million over five years is, like, a drop in the bucket for yeah, them. I agree. But, but, hey, it is something. I think it, I think that makes it a little bit more than performative. Yeah. Like, I'll give them that. I'll give them that yeah. totally yeah. 100%. I'll give them that. I still don't like the way that this was framed as far as just, like – Hey guys, in these trying we times, did it, gang. we did it. <laughs> we solved racism. Aunt Jemima's going away. You can eat pancakes yeah. again. All right, fine, whatever. But the five you guys million dollars. Real is maple a good syrup start. exists. <laughs> that shit comes from trees, man. Yeah, yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, it is, and and a little bit better for you. There's no high fructose corn syrup, so there's that. Um, yeah, Dad always liked that stuff more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, than the like real maple syrup, and then I, I never, tried the real maple syrup, and I was like, "This shit is good." I never use Aunt Jemima's or Mrs. Butterworth. I have log cabin in my house, so um, mm, yeah, log cabin. Yeah, you go with the the uh, the non-racist. <laughs> that's right. Unless I find out there's something like I'm not going to cabin. a log cabin because right. that's questionable. But <laughs> <laughs> bad things always happen at log cabins, according to the films that I've seen. Okay. Yeah, I don't trust log cabins, but I'll buy log cabin syrup. Even okay. episodes of like TV shows that I've seen where log cabins are involved, like Frasier, somebody's going to break up. And I don't want yep. that to happen. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to a log cabin. I'm out. Yeah. What is it about log cabins? Bad things happen in log cabins. Bad times because you're not living off the land. And that's, you know, the romanticized. Yeah. Anyway, way off topic again. Didn't Corey and Topanga break up in a log cabin? <laughs> I think they did. That's a TV trope right there. We've discovered a new one. Um, uh, I bet it's already listed. Aunt Jemima Brand. I mean, they're going to change that name, right? They got to. Oh, yeah, all of it. They're not just going to put her in like a smart business suit or something, I hope. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? I don't want to see just... that. <laughs> Oh, if no, they just it's call probably it to just like, gonna be like a tiger on oh, meth or something. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll like, call it AJ's, AJ's <laughs> pancake syrup or something like that, and it's just her facing the other direction. Oh my god! Fuck. <laughs> this is the boss bitch syrup. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, don't don't fuck this up, Quaker Oats. All right. No, so, I think they're probably just gonna do like. A generic 
they'll probably just do like a generic mascot kind of thing. Like, you know, Captain yeah. Crunch is captain of a cereal, that kind of shit. I always thought that like Captain Crunch was the Quaker Oats man just in another costume. Yeah. Because they're like the same dude. They're the same dude, exactly. They're not. They're not they're, the same. They're, they're not the same dude. Okay. No. I apologize to the Quaker Oats brand and Captain Crunch. I um, don't. Don't be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, things are changing. Let's hope they keep changing for the better. So the band aids thing, where they they put out the different shades of band aid that mm-hmm. were different colors for different skin Which tones. Which I have to admit, I thought already existed. I did too. Like, I thought they did that a couple years ago. I could have sworn they did that years ago. I think they just reintroduced it and people thought it was brand new because of the state of our world right now. Could be. I think yeah. so. But I, I was going to ask, I wonder if they, like, donated anything too or if they were just doing, like, hey guys, now your Band-Aids, you can forget they're on you because they'll look like your skin tone. Yeah. Uh, nothing worse than just forgetting you had a Band-Aid on and, like, getting in the shower. That's awful. I, yeah, I've, I I have to admit that um, when it was – when I had a um, a feminist professor be like, Band-Aids are racist, I was like, what? What are we doing right now? I never noticed it before. Right. Like, I didn't know that they were supposed to be, quote-unquote, skin tone. I just thought it was like – think of that either i thought they were just like a gross medical color like, yeah they don't look like my skin they like, look like disgusting and i want them away from me or sometimes they're translucent yeah or that like i thought it was translucent when you were trying to wear it on the low and it was just that <laughs> medical color when you just didn't yeah. give a fuck like all right i yeah, have like a bandit when, when your wrist has to get wrapped up or whatever like it's just like a random beige i didn't yeah. think of it being white but i i, I mean that's like the weird, subtle things that we don't think about, I guess. So all these brands are cleaning house and trying to do these things. And, you know, $5 million is great. I, I'm i going to go back and still say it's performative because mm-hmm. nobody asked for this, Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Read the room. Read the fucking room. I mean, okay. I feel like they didn't have to make a press release about it. Like, it's great that they did it. You didn't have to do a whole, you know, hey. <laughs> you guys asked for it and it's time after hundreds of years now was it something that people were were like going after them for or every what, now and just... then yeah okay. every now and then it came up like i saw uh about a week ago i saw somebody on tiktok who like saw some and was kind of pissed about it but i couldn't tell if they were being serious or joking around because they took the pancake mix and poured it down the drain and i'm like that's dumb you don't want to pour pancake mix down the drain. That's probably a bad idea. Just pouring yeah, dry gonna, pancake mix. You're going to get, like, sink it's pancakes. And Yeah. Ew. Nobody wants that. Unless you have a garbage disposal. I don't know. I guess, yeah. But, uh, you know. That, yeah, I mean, I don't know. TikTok is confusing, but the youths use it, and <laughs> they seem to be communicating good things. So, whatever, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, I'm kind of, you know... I also feel like the call of whether it's performative or whatever is is not my place. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is like like I was asking, did you donate money or or do something else other than this branding to try to save your own ass? Okay, well that's good then, you know. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't feel like my place to say whether a a thing that is being done is 
good or bad or whatever. I mean, no, I can say that if, if it's bad, I should say that. Um, but when it's something kind of seemingly neutral like this, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the hierarchy, like you said, they haven't arrested Brianna Taylor's murderers. Right. So, you know, that, that should be the focus right now. Should be. And yeah. I'm glad that people aren't. What if they it change go. it to arrest them? Fuck. Like, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, at least be like Ben and Jerry's where they're like, we are going to tear this shit up. We're going to burn it to the ground. <laughs> Buy our ice cream. Social justice syrup. Why not? What a concept. Oh, my God. Can you imagine <laughs> if it was social justice syrup? Wow. Oh, man. That would we, be amazing. You, oh, my goodness. The manga set would have a fit. I'd love it. Here, they have a fit over everything now. God. They do. And it's and tiring. snowflakes? It's it's tiring because they project it as if they're responding to somebody whining about something, and that's what that's what gets me because the whole thing with the the Aunt Jemima thing, for instance, I'm like, oh, you guys changed the name of your syrup. I guess you won. Ha ha ha. You guys are so weak snowflakes. It's like we we're we're over here protesting for Brianna Taylor now. Keep up. We don't care about the fucking syrup, yeah, man. Yeah, we're Let's worried just... about. People being lynched and yeah. murdered and People, killed yeah. by cops and People white supremacy taking over. We don't People, give a fuck about that shit that you're talking about. Not at all. People are being lynched and police are like, there's not enough public interest to investigate the murder or the, the quote-unquote suicide now. Um, we need to be Karens uniting and fucking calling their manager until they do some shit about this because it's fucking ridiculous. That yeah. they're not investigating this properly. That, that, like the whole lynching thing that is going on right now, like it needs to be investigated because that is not a common way of, of committing suicide. Like in this country, to my knowledge, I mean, I'm, I'm not super knowledgeable of like how people commit suicide or, or die by suicide is the way you're supposed to say it. How people die by suicide, but I don't think that's that's common, especially for like black people. Like I don't know if that's a thing in other countries or what, but like I'm pretty sure that the leading way is like gunshot or something like that. Robert Fuller and Malcolm Harsh, they were both found in California ten days apart, fifty miles and apart. I was gonna say they weren't both, even that far apart. Right, fifty miles, and they both just decided to. String themselves up. That's a thing. It, All of a, a sudden. Tree? No, that's not. A th- no. What the hell? And then there was the one in New York and then the one in Texas that was like yesterday that I saw the video of and I straight up messaged you and I was like, stay off Twitter. Like yeah. for a while because. Yeah. yeah. Man. So, yeah. That's that's a thing that's happening as well um, that we need to pay attention to, and yeah. that's why I don't care about the syrup. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so the youth are also using this app called Signal now. Have you heard about this? Have I you have seen not. this? Okay, that was that was <laughs> Jesus. That was my I know exactly night. what you're <laughs> fucking doing, and I hate it so much. 
Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about yeah. it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's called Signal. Signal. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's the new, like, encrypted texting app. So um, instead of WhatsApp or some of the other ones that, like, got super big in China for the protests and then deactivated or hacked or whatever, this is the mm-hmm. one that protesters all over the country are using because um, it's it's supposed to be the safer option than just texting mm-hmm. through normal means. So, okay. yeah, um, just so you know, <laughs> in case it comes up. Yeah. Have you heard about it, though? Like, no, you, I have haven't. You heard about it? Okay. No. Yeah, no, no I, I heard about it for the first time um, on a news story on CNN. So I don't feel bad saying it on our podcast, which has <laughs> a much lower listen base than CNN has on on a nightly basis. They mentioned it on CNN, and I was just curious um, if anybody else was using it. So I signed up, and it's just, you know it's a free app, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Five people in my contacts are on it, and that's it. What if you were like? Flex, you're on it. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, what? You don't know about this? You're on this. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I'm sleeping well, but shit. But I, I love stuff like that. Like, you know, they're always coming up with new ways to communicate that, yeah. you know, these... these... That's the thing, too. I, I kind of don't worry about it being publicized because I'm like, well, people will just find another way. Exactly. There's always going to be a new app. There's no shortage of that. Like, we didn't need TikTok, we had Vine, but then Vine went all corporate. So it's like, yeah, yeah let's get something else now. Yeah, well, Vine shut down altogether. Exactly, yeah, because yeah. it got so, bought like, out by Twitter. So, like, some of these things end up shutting down, and then they, you know, come up with new ways, and that's how that's how it goes. Exactly. You know, people who think that if Facebook and Twitter shut down, that'll be the end of social media, there's always going to be something to replace those, even the big guys. There's always going to be something that takes their place. There is, but if people are concerned with them being shut down, that is a different story. That's true. That that's a that the fear of that is legitimate. Like I might be like fuck Twitter or fuck Facebook or whatever, but I don't want them to be shut down because of the uh, the free speech aspect of it all. Yeah, yeah, it sets a horrible precedent. It's very scary. It's true. You know, like that's what they do over in China and stuff like that. And it's it's horrible. You can't do that. Yeah. I'm not even really talking about the government just like shutting down those services. I'm more talking about like just them going out of business. Like oh, all of yeah. a sudden, uh, you know, the, the owners just go, you know, I'm tired of this. I don't want to talk to the government any, anymore about spying and having mm-hmm. to determine uh, what political ads are OK and what aren't. I'm done. I'm out. We're shutting down Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg said yeah, yeah. so I, I would totally get it if he just took his ball and went home. Because he can nice do thing. that. I, I did read earlier that they're going to allow you to turn off political ads in oh, this upcoming election cycle. Okay. Now, that I think, I'm not usually a person that likes to say tune out. However, um, we've seen how these ads have been manipulative, how they've been purchased by other countries, specifically Russia, yeah. um, how they have outright lied. So the idea of people shutting those off and then actually getting their information from more reliable sources, not just the propaganda of these ads. Uh, and hopefully we can continue to teach people what real sources are. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, and I, I recommend when they implement that, that everyone does it. 
Um, and, you know, if someone else comes up with a, you know, a counterpoint to that, we'll bring it up on the show. But to me, that sounds like a good idea because we know that these Facebook political ads have been really bad in the past. They have. Yeah. Like the last election cycle, things were so dirty and cutthroat. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that now I, you know, we've basically just got DVR on everything. Um, yeah. I watch a lot less TV than I used to, so I don't have to sit through those shitty political hit ads anymore because I only ever see them on local though. Like, yeah. I and mean, I don't even watch that many local shows anymore. I usually watch like, like, you know, we've talked about my, you know, one of my favorite shows is This Is Us, but I yeah. watch it on Hulu the next day because we're typically oh, recording. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm yeah. more thinking about like if you're watching something on a network, you know, like, Dancing with the Stars or America's yeah. Got Talent, you know, they'll still sell ad space to local affiliates. And that yeah. ad space is I remember is usually... watching Supergirl um, a few weeks after the 2016 election and there were Hillary ads and I just broke down crying and then deleted yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't watched Supergirl <laughs> since because I was so fucking broken from oh, that. Man. It, it well, fucked me up. <laughs> shout out to Team Hillary for knowing their audience, though. You know, Supergirl oh, fans. Power. I voted for <laughs> It didn't help. No. But I voted for it. You did. You did. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I still got some pins that I bought from her in here, too. Somewhere she, in this sad she, room of mine. She won Illinois. That's that's good. Hooray. She didn't win Florida. No. No. <laughs> we'll do better. We got to. Fuck. Okay. 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 Sure. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. This, is a good, this is a good time. Look up your mail-in ballot mm. registration. Do there that you now. Yeah. You can claim medical reasons and write in COVID, at least in New York, I know they're doing that, where you can get request a mail-in ballot if it's not automatically something you can get. So use that as your your reasoning or whatever, of like health reasons, something like that. Just be like, I need a mail-in ballot. Um, I know in Florida it's like August something, but do it now. Like, do it while you're thinking of it. Some of these deadlines are coming up like this month to get a mail-in ballot. So look it up now because you want to avoid those lines, not only just for convenience, but because you do not want to deal with crowds with COVID because COVID will still be a thing then. So get your ballots now. Get your family member, like, you know, make sure your family, like I made sure my dad had about, like, is getting a mail-in ballot. Um, I got to contact my grandparents, make sure they're getting mail-in ballots. Like, that is the way that we need to do things. So look into it now. Find out what your deadline is in your state. Get those immediately. And if you're not registered to vote or you know people that aren't registered to vote, do that too. Because, <laughs> like, you still got time. Yeah. Now, I've, I've bragged about being proud of our governor on the show before. And this is super mm -hmm. local for our listeners in Illinois. But just yesterday, Governor Pritzker signed legislation that says anyone who cast a ballot in the last three years or who registered to vote or changed their address after the March primary will be sent an application to vote by mail in the November 3rd election. So you should Good. be getting something in the mail soon. But I agree with Lex. Please still follow up and check. I checked today and it said something about like August 5th being the time yes. to start signing up. But and check for some yourself. some of them will... If you haven't mailed, uh, or, I'm sorry, if you have, because I do vote by mail, I do it all the time. So, like, I voted in the primary, and then you mm -hmm. sign off, and you're basically, you re-sign up to keep doing it. This is gotcha. bullshit that they put in there. Everyone should get a mail-in ballot. Like, this is how we should be doing 
our elections, but it's just fucking voter suppression bullshit. So you might get a thing in the mail that's requiring you to sign it and mail it back and it'll be prepaid and everything like that. Make sure you do that immediately too. Like if you get something in the mail that's saying, you know, this is, you're basically registering your vote to get this ballot, make sure you sign that, send it back immediately so that they can verify your signature and put you in the system to get that ballot. Yeah. And if Um, for some reason uh, you're listening to this on election day, I want you (laughs) to hear what I'm saying to you right now. Put down whatever you're buying at CVS. I understand salt and vinegar chips are delicious, but they're not important right now. It's an it's a, a a holiday in Illinois now. Election Day is a state holiday. You're off of work. Fuck, really? That's awesome. It, yeah, Holy yeah, shit. awesome. So you we need that everywhere. God damn it. Who's listening right now? Who has on their flip flops and their their Bahama uh, John shorts? I'm sorry. They're called flippy floppies. Continue. I'm sorry. Yes, the flippy floppies. Put down them salt yep. and vinegars. Get yeah. your ass in that voting booth because it's important. <laughs> and then go back and get your salt and vinegars because those are important too. But vote. That's the most important thing. Yeah. And call your grandma. Oh. Yes. And if <clears throat> I, I think if I'm not mistaken, you have to check with your state or whatever. But if something is wrong with your mail-in ballot, if I'm not mistaken, you can take it to a uh, um, what's it called? A, a polling station. And, like, they'll work with you if there's something wrong or whatever. Um, you can take that ballot. You can turn it sideways and stick it. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, I mean, that is a huge thing right now. And states have different deadlines, so I don't know what yours is. Um, I know that Florida, or, I'm sorry, uh, Florida's a few months away. I know that uh, New York was right is right around the corner. So I think it's the 23rd. I saw people posting about it. But. Yeah, um, voting doesn't fix everything. We have to continue to do the work, but I don't like this idea that voting doesn't matter. I think it's bullshit that people claim that voting doesn't matter or that everything will stay the same. Look at the last four years and realize that voting fucking does matter Um, because you may not love Hillary Clinton, but she's not going to go tear gassing protesters. We might have still been I'm sure we would still be in that position of having protests. But is she going to do that for a photo op? Really? Like, do you think she's going to do that? Sorry, I don't think so. Same with Biden. Yeah. So that also your trans allies get out there. Let your your mind be heard. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Um, Hey, it can be done. Okay, let's talk. We, we, about... we, got, we did so much intense stuff. This can just be, we can just leave it at this. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no, no. We're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so. I have um, not seen the Sonic. Okay, so I'll keep it spoiler free. Um, <laughs> I do not give a flying fuck about so, Sonic the Hedgehog spoilers, bitch. What? A lot of you. A lot of you listening know that at the beginning of this crisis, this crisis, this cri- the cri- yeah. the, it's called Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, yeah, they're all really fucked up right now, guys. If you think this is bad, good yes. lord. This is the Earth of Infinite Crisis right now. Um, 
<laughs> so Sonic the Hedgehog was on my list of movies to watch when the pandemic started. Like I started a, 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 a dry erase board list of different things that I've been meaning to get to. We went through basically that whole list, but there were a few remnants, one of which was Sonic the Hedgehog, because I just couldn't validate paying $20 to watch it. It just didn't seem like something I was going to really enjoy. I just wanted to get it done. So Amazon, who I think still has it on sale for $3 for rental on Prime, check it out. It could still be going on. Um, We decided to bite the bullet and sat and watched it. Now, I was pleasantly surprised with this movie. I enjoyed it from start to finish. Ben Schwartz plays Sonic the Hedgehog. You may know him from DuckTales as Dewey Duck. You may know him from Parks and Rec as John Ralphio. He's funny as hell. And Mm -hmm. he deserves all the awards for this. He brought such energy and such just like joy to the role of Sonic the Hedgehog without just being annoying you know, no disrespect to Jaleel White, who played Sonic in various other projects, but yeah, Ben Schwartz got him. He got him beat. He got him. Yeah, beat. no disrespect to J- Jaleel White. He's he annoys the shit out of me and everything he does. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, but I don't like it. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. But yeah, like Jaleel White is cool, but Ben Schwartz yeah. though. Ben Schwartz does the job. Um. There were, of course, a ton of Easter eggs in the film. There was a lot of nods to the original. Um, people may remember that they had to go back and redesign the look of Sonic because the fan base got a little upset with the original design and made their voices scary. heard. Yeah, <laughs> he looked a little freaky. Back when we had a lot less to care about in the world, people were bitching about Sonic. And you know what? To their credit, the production team listened. And they went mm-hmm. ahead and made a different design. So much so that it, he just looks adorable. And there's Someone even said like, that like, we realized we had the power to change Sonic, and now we've started a revolution or whatever. Someone <laughs> was talking about that on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the fanboys will never stop now. We've got the Snyder Cut. Yeah. we got the Sonic redesign. What's next? Yeah. Not the Star Wars. Well, we original. talked about that Star Wars, man. Yeah, Come on. No. Give us no, that no, four no, hours. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. A week has passed. I say it again. George Lucas don't give a fuck about your Star Wars. Anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog was great. The rings sounded like the rings. All the sound effects were there that you've come to know and love. James Marsden got to play a doofus, which is his wheelhouse, after trying to play serious action roles for so long. I love him as a doofus. He was great on 30 Rock. He's great in here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just I feel th- like you're you're ignoring... <laughs> what your wife thought of this movie. We'll get to that. So one of the other things <laughs> that kind of flew under the radar, James Marsden, uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's a, uh, a sheriff in green Hill zone. And I know that people really don't want to see things with law enforcement right now, but he is definitely one of those cops. It's like, fuck regulation. I'm doing the right thing. So yeah, if that, if that sways you in any direction or not, um, He's in an interracial relationship in this movie. And the great thing about it is it never comes up. It's just normalized. I think that's becoming more and more of a thing. That, like, it's just not addressed. Her name is, uh, the actress was Tika Sumter. And she was fantastic. 
And I hope they bring her back for the next one along with James Marsden because they were they had such great chemistry on screen. Um, yeah. Are they doing a sequel that wasn't successful enough? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. It made a, it made a lot of cash and. But was, it wasn't in theaters, was it? Um, I think it was for a I minute. I thought the Rona. I thought the Rona canceled that. I know Rona cut it short and it went straight to. Um, mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, 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 uh, yeah, I don't have their wherewithal to look it up right now, but it made That's a lot okay. of money. People were happy with it and they teased the introduction of some other characters at the end of it too. So yeah, good stuff. I, I can't even remember other Sonic characters, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure I'll watch it and be like, cool. <laughs> oh shit, remember... they're going to have that rabbit in the sequel? <laughs> oh, fuck. You don't remember his best friend Tails with the two tails that let oh, him Tails, yeah, yeah. Tails does Tails Tails. He lets him fly like a helicopter when he twerks his butt fast enough, which is something I thought about when I watched that. I'm like, oh my god, okay. that's so weird. Okay. So the release date was <laughs> <laughs> was actually Valentine's Day. So it did Oh yeah. It did have somewhat of a run. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It, it, about a month before things start to shut down. Uh, and it's made $306 million. Oh, yeah. On a budget of 95. So, yeah, they're definitely successful. You got that money. Yeah. Got that Jim money. Carrey was great. I completely forgot about Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was great in there, too, because he was playing the, the Jim Carrey we know and love. You know, he was just mm-hmm. being nutty, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He hasn't done stuff like that in a while. Yeah, yeah, it felt good to see him do it again. He's still as limber as ever. (laughs) Or whenever this was filmed, he still was, anyway. Where's the release? I was just trying to see if there's any any more information on the release. (laughs) Most of it is just about how they had to redesign. Um, They released to home media earlier than planned because of COVID, March 20th. So that's obviously way earlier than when they were probably going to release. They probably it, became, it probably would have been coming out about now. It um, became the highest grossing film based on a video game, surpassing Detective Pikachu. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I enjoyed Detective Pikachu. I didn't love it as much as I thought I would, but yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's so cute. I chalked it up to it just not being for me. Like, I liked it, but I didn't, like, love it, you know. I was more disappointed that they didn't have a proper, affordable Pikachu stuffed animal. <laughs> like, that was furry, like Pikachu was in the movie. And yeah. everything. They just came out with, like, these cheap, regular Pikachu dolls and put a hat on it. That's and all it was. was. They just took their existing stock of Pikachus and just sewed a hat on top. This whole <laughs> franchise is about selling shit. Give me proper Pikachu. Proper Pikachus. Hey, girl. Give me a proper Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how we'll know when you get proposed to, when you get a proper Pikachu. She gets yeah. down on one knee. Hey, baby. Hey, girl. <laughs> I choose you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, yep. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Future wife is like, oh, boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So just, I'll just kidding. I'll, She's not I'll, I'll whoever, whoever she may be, she will never listen. <laughs> I'll throw this little thing in here. 
So, yeah, um, it was great because I'm like super head over heels for Sonic and everything. And I'm like, it was a lot better than I thought it would be. And I really enjoyed it. And, you know, just like high fiving myself or whatever. And D is like noticeably quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let you off the hook. I know you didn't like it. She's like, oh, I didn't really watch it all because we were, I was working and, you know, I couldn't really concentrate. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Like it. <laughs> you don't have to like. No. Poor D. Poor D. What's well, the same? It's the opposite of Aquaman, though. That's right. It's given hate. Yeah. That's marriage, right there. <laughs> so I guess the Sonic, she gets the Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Should we get in the Wall of Weird? You want to go yeah. in the Wall of Weird? Are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we've got a now because yeah, there's 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 get the laughs out now. Oh man! All right, so this this is a weird story that I don't believe we covered this at all uh, previously. So there are two articles here. I'm going through them. So there is there was this doomsday couple. Um. So it's Doomsday author Chad Daybell, which I don't... What are you the author of? Okay. Um, So he's going to appear in court uh, for the charge of destroying or hiding evidence Hmm. after authorities are investigating the disappearance of his stepchildren. And they found remains at his Idaho home. Hmm. So... The kids went missing, and this has been the last six months, a missing persons case. Um, so they've basically gone after him and his, what is it? Uh, authorities said the search warrants were executed around 7 a.m. on Tuesday. Now, this was when the article, June 10th is when it's been updated, at least. Um, 7 a.m. on Tuesday and are related to the uh, disappearance of J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan, the children of Daybell's second wife. So he's the stepfather, Lori yeah. Vallow, who's in jail for child oh. desertion and other charges. Wait, for child what? Child desertion. So she abandoned her children. Oh, wow. Um, the warrants are, it says the warrants are sealed, so it's not clear what evidence had developed that caused them to bring, uh, they, they basically brought K9 unit onto the property. Mm. And then they were talking about digging up a patch of land on the property. So they take him in, he's under arrest. Um, this is a seven year old and a 17 year old who were missing for months. Oh my now, God. The update to this, and this was another reason why I was reluctant to talk about this story last week, because I knew that there would be updates. So they did find human remains, two sets of human remains, um, and the the grandparents of these children confirmed that it was, in fact, them. Oh, man. A medical examiner's office confirmed the identities after performing an autopsy. Um, and they, like I said, they were reported missing last year. We don't know the cause of death yet, though. Um, they're super upset. Obviously, they were just kids. Yeah. Uh, so he's got he's in jail. A uh, million dollar bail. It's still on the charges of destruction destruction 
alteration or concealment of evidence. Huh. So, so it's not, they don't, they, they haven't said the cause of death. I, I don't know. Like, these children are buried on their property. They had to have killed them and buried them there, right? I mean, that's that's the only explanation. I'm guessing I, that it was poison. I mean, both kids? That's... Oh, my God. It's horrible for the families. It's 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 really horrible. Um, I'm guessing that it's, that it's poison and that like they're waiting they're awaiting test results or something like that but like they're buried on their property and they don't know the cause of death yet i i I would assume if it was something violent it would have probably unless they're keeping the evidence concealed it probably would have been revealed in that initial autopsy so now they probably have to do what toxicity like research or something like that yeah, because this is it's, this is very recent, so they they, yeah. they definitely have to get all the details before they start um, investing. Well, the full investigation, figuring out what exactly happened here. Yeah, so I want to look up this guy real quick, the Chad Chad Daybell, um, to see like what what is he the author of? Because like right. that, I'm like, what is this? particular thing i don't know a lot about this case i do know that people within like uh true crime groups that i'm into were were freaking out over this because it's been covered on like podcasts that you know those groups are into and everything like that so it was a thing um that was like a big update last week that and the uh you know about the golden state killer right oh yeah 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 did you see the story that broke about that um, no, Finally. no, I didn't. Oh, oh boy. Well, how, how long ago were we talking? Like, uh, two days ago. Oh no, no, definitely oh, not. Oh yeah. So he was arrested in 2017. Yeah. He's been held. They've been figuring out what they're doing. And now he's looking at pleading guilty to 62 counts to avoid the death penalty. So it looks like he's going to talk about everything. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a huge update on the Golden State Killer. Um, but we're still seeing. I mean, he's got a he's got to work out a deal. So if he actually, because like they were saying, eh, we don't know about him. Um, let's see if he actually talks. Oh, this guy's got an official website, ChadDaybell.com. Oh no, reclaiming liberty. Well, before we get away from that, though, shout out. That seems dismissive. Uh, much respect to Michelle McNamara uh, yes. for bringing so much light to the Golden State Killer situation. For coming up with the name Golden State Killer, too. Right. Just being responsible for, for so much work being done, catching this asshole. Like, really. Mm-hmm. She's she's a legend. And, you know, may she rest in peace. Well the, well, the big thing that she did that was brilliant was... First of all, she was saying, like, she thinks the East Area Rapist and the original Night Stalker were the same person. Mm-hmm. And this idea of if we want to find the person who was doing all of this, we should give them, like, a catchier name and not have it be so convoluted. Because you had yeah. some people going East Area Rapist, some people going the original Night Stalker. Well, there's already a Night Stalker. Mm-hmm. That, you know, so it's kind of confusing. So she came up with the, unless I'm misremember that she came up with the the actual name the golden state killer and sometimes that 
for lack of a better word, branding brings more awareness to it. Like it's yeah. a catchy thing. There's going to be um, a six-part documentary series about Michelle McNamara, um, which is going to be premiering on HBO uh, June 28th. So that's that's something that I'm sure we can uh, we can cover on the show. Because yeah, I mean she's amazing. All the work she did, she deserves all all, all the credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I found an article about this doomsday writer, and apparently. His books feature characters based on his own family. He's written dozens of books for the LDS audience. So Latter-day Saints. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's more than 20 apocalyptic and LDS novels. I assume that that's what they mean, though, right? Like LDS for for Latter-day Saints. Yeah, yeah, that's... I, I, that's what I assumed, but, mm-hmm. um, wait, two, okay, I'm sorry, Uh-oh. Chad, it says Chad Daybell founded Spring Creek Books with his wife, Tammy Daybell. Tammy Daybell died in October, two weeks before he married Lori Vallow. Whose children have been missing since September. Holy shit. What the fuck? Tammy Daybell's body has been exhumed now after law enforcement learned that Lori Vallow, this is the, his, okay. Lori Vallow is the woman whose children, this guy's stepchildren, are missing or have now been. Have died, but apparently Lori Vallow's former husband and brother also recently died. Wow. Were they just killing off this entire fucking family? We're going to find out a lot about this. This is nuts. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, it's a, and then more info on this. Chad apparently worked as. Worked at Springville Cemetery as a grave digger. Oh my god. This is horrible. This is is morbid. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. This is nuts. This is a bananas story. Not to downplay, like, I mean, it's it's horrible. Like, I mean, that's what Wall of Weird is. But, like, it's fucking weird, too. I'm wondering now, was this dude, like like, a serial killer? That was writing these apocalyptic books, and now he, and like, and it it went beyond the books. Was he actually taking people out? Was this a was this like an insurance plan? Well, like, what was this? We got I mean, a religious nut who works in a graveyard who sees death all the time. This is not no no. These are red no. flags, just nonstop. I mean, working in a graveyard is not uh, like people work in funeral homes and stuff like that. My grandfather did that work. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. So um, my so my grandparents, my great grandparents, two separate families, and they had um, funeral home and furniture store. And then at one point they had like a dime store kind of thing as well. They had a hmm. bunch of businesses in town. Um, and then by the time my grandparents were going to take over, they were going to get 
the funeral home, which was also like, so if you were running the funeral home, you also did the ambulance for the town. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. So my grandfather was like, okay, I'm going to marry. He's like, he's like marrying my grandmother and then get this store, mm-hmm. get this property, um, get like basically marry into this family and get all of this stuff. But the deal is you have to go to mortuary school and like learn to run the morgue. So my father grew up in a funeral home. Like oh, they wow. lived, they lived there. Um, or a house right next to the funeral home. Like they would play hide and seek in the funeral home and everything like that. Um, and then when my grandparents gave the furniture business that is still in our family to my aunt and her husband, the rule was the same. He had to go to mortuary school. Like you have to take all of the business on. You can't just have the like the cushy furniture store. You have to be able to do both of these things. Um, and then they they ended up selling that that funeral home. See, this sounds more fascinating than Six Feet Under. My um, <laughs> the, the, my yeah, brother-in-law. So the, the, the funeral home still holds the. It's called Holder. It still has my grandmother's family's name, but it's no longer within our family. However, the store, which is over 100 years old now, is still within our family and is now being passed down to my cousins. Mm. Yeah. My um, my brother-in-law from another life, he and his wife lived in uh, an apartment above a funeral home in Indiana. You know what the name of the town was? Dyer. Weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah. They didn't no, stay there for long because it weirded them out. But, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, wonder it was so weird. affordable. Yeah, yeah they, don't, they don't have the um, the funeral home anymore. But So my, my grandfather went to school for that, and he ran the ambulance. And he did that for years. Um, but eventually, between, you know, taking care of children, you know, find, you know, responding to incidents with children and then eventually his friends dying and having to to show up to the scene uh he was just done and they ended up getting rid of it uh and having you know someone else take over the the funeral home and they kept the name so it still has that name it's it's weird because it's (laughs) it's holder's furniture and then it's also holder's funeral home like all right like it's got the same same name even though you know, two very different things. Yeah. It's it's also strange. You mentioned the dime store, how like a yeah. dollar general back then would have been like, Ooh, that's too rich for my blood. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the value you go in with a dollar, you woke up with a whole like living room set. You know? Yeah. My dad get angry at his grandmother because like, she wouldn't like give him stuff from the dime store kind of thing. He'd have to like get his own money. One time he had a sale when people were coming in for a wake, he was, he was like, this woman oh, no. comes in. Wait, this woman comes in. They had obviously very strict rules when you're dealing with services and everything like that about being respectful. This woman comes in, she goes, I'm sorry, but your son is having a yard sale outside. <laughs> he wanted, he wanted like candy or some stupid shit like that. So he was trying to sell to people coming for a wake. And my I girl mean, started to go outside, and she and and he was like, "Hey, I got the money." <laughs> it's good foot traffic. I mean, what do you expect? I, I, it's yeah. actually kind of brilliant. 
on the it was <laughs> horribly brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and I, when oh, I heard that, I was no. like, "You are a monster. <laughs> That's amazing." But oh, yeah, so like there, there's pe- there's plenty of people that work in these type types of businesses and whatnot that are. It's not an inherently weird thing. It's actually can be like some very compassionate people who are wanting to help. But this situation, no, 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 no. I don't think so. No. So, of course, we'll update as we hear. But, I mean, just, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping an eye on that story. Nothing good's going to come from this story, I can tell you that. Yeah. A lighter one was uh, Gabby sent us in a Twitter feud between Ron Perlman and Ted Cruz, which I'm sure you saw. Oh yeah. They were fighting. (laughs) That was just, I agree, Gabby. That is weird. Very weird. They were, they were arguing. And the weirdest thing to me was the fact that, uh, Ted Cruz was offering another man to fight Ron Perlman in his place. So he wouldn't even actually physically fight his own battle. Honestly, that seems on brand. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still work for a man that insulted your wife and called you called you a mass murderer. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. that self esteem is not very high for him. He has a very low bar. Oof. Oh, was Ted it? Cruz. Was it him? His dad? Did, was he accusing him of being the Zodiac? The Zodiac? Or was it his dad? Or no, his I dad. His dad killed JFK. That was it, right? That's what it was. Yeah, everybody else is accusing the, him Zodiac, of the Zodiac thing. Was I think a, a joke that people came up with? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but hey, if it gets him out of office, nah, I'm not gonna stick to that level. <laughs> yeah. Is he up for re-election? I don't think he yeah. is. Not for a while. Uh, Miss McConnell is though. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the big one, guys. Yeah. Go donate to whoever wins that oh. primary. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, Anywho, that was Wall of Weird. Yeah. We haven't we haven't mentioned ourselves in a while. You can follow us at Lex and Matt mm-hmm. on all the on all the socials. You know, you know this already. Everybody knows this already. You guys are at listening to Matt. this and we appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, but have you rated, reviewed, and subscribed? Because now that's that. that is a good question. You know, in these trying times, nothing can make you feel better about the world we live in than rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you've got time to do it, more than likely. Depends if on enough, where you're at. If enough of you do it, I'll change the name of my syrup. To what? Angel. <laughs> You're like, but wait, I'm black. I can do it. Take it back. I can do it. Take it I'm back. Recla- I reclaim. I'm I reclaim it. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> and it's just yeah. my face. Oh, oh my God. Oh. I the, the new spokesperson face of this syrup. <laughs> Whatever I call it. That'd be amazing. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think so. So yes, Patreon, that's a thing. Exclusive yep. episodes, essays, all kind of fun stuff over there Sticker. on the Patreon. Stickers, you can support our Mugs. show. Who, what? Mugs. Mugs, merchandise, t-shirts, all that business. Come and get it. It'll make you feel better when you sleep if you have on a Lex and Matt t-shirt. 
Yeah, those aren't on our Patreon, bud, but yeah. (laughs) No, no, they they totally are. There's there's a link there to buy them. Oh, uh, I was like, uh, well, shit, I'm not aware of that. Like, uh, okay, I'm going with the flow. Yeah, sure, t-shirts, why not? Now, we we do have some t-shirt designs available. I think it's on T-Spring. Yeah, we'll say T-Spring. T-Turtle? T-Fury? One of those t-shirt places. And we'll get a dollar if you buy a t-shirt. But they're super soft and comfy, so you should check them out. Yeah, we do get pretty much a dollar. You guys, yep. you're better off giving us Patreon. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those but, are hey, ways you can You know, if you want to own a piece of the show and all that stuff. I designed them, so, yeah, yeah it'll be oh, fun. They're cool as hell. Oh, yeah. But Plus, you know, you're, you're telling other people about us, and that's always nice. Tell your there friends. There you go. You are mm-hmm. a very sexy billboard for us, and we appreciate you. Yes. All right, we're ending it here. I'm Matt yeah. Peters. <laughs> I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Bye.